Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Part two with the Woo Crew. Here to talk again about some more Claire's, or Clara's, as our good Texas friend calls them. <laughs> you are here with the Claire crew of OMG, OMG the podcast. Hello, everyone. Let's have a rundown, y'all. Okay, so in our last episode, you heard us talk, introduce them all, and then we talked about three. So we're going to do a brief rundown again. You've got your clairvoyance. And again, clair means clear. Voyance, clear seeing. You've got your clair audience, clear hearing. you got your clair olfaction or clair aliens, however you say it. I've heard it both ways. That's your clear smelling. So this time, we are going to go into the other three, the fun ones. Well, they're all fun. <laughs> Clairsentience. So that's clear feeling. You can feel something in your body. You can feel an emotion in your body, something tickling your foot. That's not actually tickling your foot. You can claircognizance, clear knowing. You don't know how you know, you just know, and it's coming out. And then you've got your clairgustians. That's your clear tasting. So when you really want that snack that Lisa was talking about in our last episode, yeah. also huge <laughs> shout out. Lisa's back with us this time. <laughs> Three in a row. <laughs> She's going to get a frequent flyer car, y'all. <laughs> and and Chandra's back for this one. And I don't know what we did to deserve all this, but we need to do it again. Yes. <laughs> so we are going to talk about the other three we did not cover. So the other three Claras, the cows we have not covered. <laughs> so Cow cognizance. <laughs> so why don't we get Clara Goosteans out of the way? Because, you know, I'm hungry. And if we keep talking about it, we're going right. to yeah. get hungry. So let's move that one on out. So personally, I don't think I've ever experienced tasting something. So I'm going to let y'all handle that one. I think you mentioned you had a... I have had um, it several times throughout my life. And I thought it was just my food addiction. Um, but, and that's why we love Lisa. <laughs> but I will... I could be driving home from someplace and I taste, for example a cheese enchilada or I taste a taco and I'm like, well, now I have to have that for dinner. And that's what I have to go prepare. So mode it be. Exactly. So that's, I didn't know it was something that was. And it's more than just a category. Maybe you're not craving a pickle. It's like, I can taste it. I can feel it. And I just need it now. That's how I feel it. That's, you know, or if it's something I'm like, man, it's something really salty. And I'm like suddenly so parched and I can't get enough water. I'm like, Mm -hmm. "Mm -hmm." Sodium ever loaded. And I don't know about you guys at home, but us here at the OMG podcast love a good pickle. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. We do. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever experienced. Well, actually, once I did when we were talking earlier about like visualizing past lives and things. Um, I've had other senses come through in that. And one of them was one time I, I think we were in a spirit circle together. <laughs> Who else would I be at one with? Um, we're in a spirit circle. Family. Yeah. Of course. Everyone gets your Bible and your rosaries. We're going to go talk to the spirits. But um, we were sitting in a spirit circle and I had this like experience of being in the woods alone. 
like in a, it was like a cabin. I like was almost an axe murderer. I don't know. <laughs> um, I had an axe, like a, um, no what are they called? Lumberjack. I couldn't find the word. Lumberjack. And really like rough, gritty hands. Very, you know, like myself in this lifetime. This sounds more like a fantasy than it is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was reading a little erotica than I before. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's just my personal perception. His name was Dan and his chest was hairy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my personal Prosecco. <laughs> but in any case, I, out of all that, I smelled like chimney smoke. I like, it was very cold and it was snowing, whatever, but I tasted like, um, tobacco mm-hmm. and I am not, have never been a tobacco user. I did it once at senior week in high school or after I'd finished high school, drunk as a skunk. I had just shotgunned a Bud Light. So if that tells you anything. Proud moment, y'all. Proud <laughs> moment. Mama. Okay, girl. Winning moment, but proud moment. Yes. But anyways, I tried a cigarette from a friend and I immediately felt like I was going to throw up. And so I feel like looking back on that was Spirit's way of saying, uh-uh-uh, you know, like you don't need that. So I've mm-hmm. never, other than that one taste, I've never had tobacco before, but I had that warm tobacco taste in my mouth. Yeah, the um, only experience. The only time I've ever had it happen was was during a reading. Mm. And um actually it was while we were while Brenda and I were doing our woo-woo wisdom on Friday. And I didn't really say anything at the time because I didn't know what it meant. Right. I mean I've since done a little meditation on it and kind of asked what it meant. But we were we were pulling cards for a certain um friend of ours who submits questions um probably every two or three weeks, right? And so we've we've read for her several times and have kind of gotten to know a little bit about her situation and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And um, I had a distinct taste of blood oh, in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And I was, I didn't want to say anything because I mean, what could, I mean, that could mean something, you know, really bad, really bad, or it could mm-hmm. mean, you, know, if you bit your tongue mm-hmm. and you're going to, right. It could, it could mean a lot of different things in it, but it's kind of like it has a more negative connotation. Sure. Right. So I didn't say anything in the moment because I didn't have a, clear knowing, which we'll get to later, but I didn't have like a, a, a feeling of like actually what it meant. So I had to do a little bit more, you know, so now I know what that will be a symbol for, for me. That's really but cool. um, yeah, but that was kind of the only time I've ever had that happen. And during your meditation or your time reflecting on that, what was your message about what that meant? Well, it was, you know, it was about an approaching departure. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I've actually heard a medium. I think it was on TV. Might have been that Tyler Henry guy. Not sure. Shout um, out that Tyler Henry guy. Just yeah, love him. <laughs> He's so cute. But I've heard a medium <laughs> say before that when they get that salty metallic taste on their tongue, it indicates violent death. Ooh. Not necessarily one kind, but when violent death happens, I mean, you can think of the visual. Yeah. Well, that can be yeah. that person's symbol. Past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the way they experience the, you know, the message mm-hmm. yeah. could be different for you. Yeah. I just, I just think it was probably the first time I'd ever kind of gotten a message of that type. Right. right. Um, you know, I mean, about, you know, a lot of times we pull cards for fun. And so, you know, to, to get a message of, you know, uh, of a friend or a loved one's, you know, imminent passing is, right. I mean, that's not a lighthearted Mm-hmm. That's not a lighthearted spirit's got your back, sister. Here's, you know, here's, you know, here's the spirit card for you. So, I mean, I think it had to be something kind of visceral to get my attention so that they could like give me the message. I don't know that that will be like the one and only symbol I'll have for that going on. Sure, right. But it was to kind of get my attention, you know, about that in the, in the moment. So. Again, this is Alexandra. I'm going to jump back in here with the PSA again that I did last episode, you know, as Brenda said, these symbols may not be the same for you or they could change. Right. Um, I've had things change for me. But 
if you are uncomfortable with experiencing something, you can totally tell the universe, your spirit guide, source, say, hey, thank you. Not right now. This is too much right now. Let's mm-hmm. dial it back until I'm comfortable. Then we can go mm-hmm. forward, readjust, talk with the universe. Let them know what you are open to accepting and you're grateful that it brought it came in. So right. just a quick coming back into the show. Friendly reminder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a quick question. Sure. And I don't know which player this would fall under, but I have an aunt who very much an empath, also extremely religious. <laughs> For a long time in her youth up to young adulthood. When a family member or someone she knew was about to pass, she would hear three knocks. And it got to a point where it was so distressing to her that she grabbed the table one day and said, God, take this away. I don't want this gift anymore. Uh, it never happened again. To me, that would be clear audience. Clear audience. The knocking. Yeah. Like three clear knocks, boom. And she knew within an hour or two, she was going to get a call or hear well, and, and so well. if she's if she is highly religious, I mean, yes. Three, it was scary. But, but I mean, three and oh, kind of like supernatural mm-hmm. paranormal is either the Holy Trinity or mm-hmm. or a mocking of. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I've always heard the knocking. If you like, if you were experiencing something that was making you scared or uncomfortable, that was the mocking. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but I feel like if, if she had already, you know, made that situation analogous to the passing of a friend and it was mm-hmm. kind of like spirit's way of warning her that that was coming yes. that's that's a very kind of like loving protection like, yeah yeah mm-hmm. we're gonna we're giving you a heads up so i mean mm-hmm. to me it totally feels like that was something de- she would belt that she would you know kind of connotate with yeah religion yeah you know, with with god the holy mm-hmm. trinity it would it mm-hmm. would give her that you know i, I think i think mm-hmm. that was being done as a you know more like, of like a courtesy a con- like a courtesy or yeah. a consolation that I mean, obviously, you know, repair. Yeah. in the human experience, it's never fun to know ahead of time that a friend is going to pass. So I can see how it would right. you know, yeah. make, make her feel a certain way. But I, I, I feel like that was also the, the three as the ascended masters. True. Mm. So it could have been, you know, an angel mm-hmm. saying here, hey, coming I'm here down to help you. Well, just saying like, hey, this is going to happen. I'm going to give you the heads up. Right. So that when you get the phone call, yeah. it you won't be as up. shocking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, surely. Just if if she was a very very religious person, whatever was giving and a rock her that for head, a lot of people. So whatever was giving mm-hmm. her that heads up was trying to make it something that she would, you know, associate with would higher yeah. higher yeah. beings and this person. But I see how it could also be like anxiety inducing too, because you're like, oh God, who is it? You right. know, and like yeah. right. it. So, so not knowing is the worst. Yeah. Well, and that's why I said like in in the human experience, I can see how that would mm-hmm. cause a lot of distress. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Anyway, little segue there. I, it, the story just hit me. Yeah. So we've tasted. Did- and so we're moving on to feeling clairsentience. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a feeling that you can get in your body. You can feel emotions in your body. You can just feel like a tingling. Every once in a while, my left foot will tingle. And um, to me, that indicates the feminine side. Mm-hmm. Something on my right might be masculine. You know, my nose itches. It could be a just a... If you're coming from all Mitch's, money's coming. coming. That's an I mean, old that's saying. an old saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the toenails coming off. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. You're that, Brenda Sue. That <laughs> happened. Brenda Sue. Just as a disclaimer, um, Brenda Sue's toenail did come off uh, mm-hmm. in between the last recording. Of <laughs> and our and that'll be a future episode. Uh, make, sure. make no mark about ninety nine <laughs> problems, and her toenail is one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But but we're we're going to take a quick break right now. But but I will say from my experience, clairsentience and claircognizance are probably. Two of the more difficult is the only word I can think of, but they mm. challenging. They're challenging. There you go. Mm. That's a very good word. Um, challenging of the clairs because they're not so 
they're not cutting dry. If you t- if you taste a taco, girl, you taste a taco. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For the clear sense, it's they're Tuesday. not quite clear. That's all that right. Means. Yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> to be called a clear knowing, yeah, that's, you know, sometimes not how it feels when it's happening to you. Sure. So we'll get into that a little bit after the break. Yeah. Be right back. Hi, this is Chandra. Brenda and I would like to invite you as part of our podcast community to join us on either Facebook or Instagram Live each Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern U.S. time, where we give free Oracle readings for fans of the show. Just follow us on our OMG podcast, Facebook, or Instagram page. You can post or DM us your questions there each week with the hashtag WooWooWisdom, and then tune in at 11 a.m. each Friday on our page to watch your free reading. If you can't join us live, don't worry. You can always catch it on the replay. This is just our way of saying thank you for being part of our Woo Woo family. Hope to see you this Friday. Hi, guys. We're back. So we just uh, took a little break, and I'm going to come back um, and jump off what Chandra was saying right before we we left. How sometimes for clear senses, cognizance and sentience can not be quite so clear. And I think sometimes they can also get intertwined. And if you're very comfortable with labeling things, and knowing what part it is that can kind of mess with your understanding with it and sometimes communication with those parts of your intuition. So yeah, I sometimes feel like they get wrapped up in one another and yeah. it can be hard to separate and then hard to distinguish or, you know, hard to use together. So right. it's no, it I, be fun. I, yeah, I, I totally get that. But I like if we're talking about clairsentience specifically, I know a lot of people that's kind of people that, that identify themselves as highly sensitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The empaths, the super empaths, you know, the people who can walk into a room and be immediately like just uncomfortable mm-hmm. with the energy in the room. And, you know, if you don't, if you don't really know the reason behind your discomfort or, mm-hmm. you know, what's causing that or, or even like protection mechanisms to not kind of like soak in mm-hmm. um, that energy that you're sensitive to. I mean, it can, it can be a very challenging gift. I mean, I do, I do consider it a superpower in and of itself, but it's kind of, it's just like anything else, you know, it's just kind of like Thor and his hammer. You have to learn how to wield it before it becomes, you know, becomes yeah. the, the, mm-hmm. the blessing. Lisa was talking about her niece in the last episode and, you know, helping her along that path and setting those boundaries with the universe people to mm-hmm. say, I want this, I'm good with this, only this far right now. Mm-hmm. And it can be very hard when you're super sensitive just yeah. to go, and if you don't have those tools, I mean, like, I think about in one instance, it's my husband, you know, like he'll think like, what's wrong with me? Right. Like oh, I right. in, it's just overwhelming and everyone else is fine or seems fine, but it's too much for me to take in. And so it's like, nothing's wrong with you. You know, it's, um, yeah. So You've anyways, got some gesticulating over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but, you know, and, and too, I think, and this is just my personal opinion. I think a lot of times things like, ADHD or, mm-hmm. or, or, thing, or things of that nature, kind of, um, I'm not saying that one causes the other. I'm not saying that you know, all empaths are you know, misdiagnosed, quote unquote, or anything right. like that. But I mean, I think sometimes those kind of mentalities kind of, you know, if you're, if you do, if you are highly sensitive and you do take in, you know, if you walk into a room and you take in 10,000 bits of information and the normal person walks in and takes in 3,000 bits of information, yeah your attention is going to have to be dialed back quite a lot to, yeah. be able to be able to function in society. Right. So I think some, you know, sometimes a lot of those kind of things maybe, maybe potentially go hand in hand because you, you, you develop these kind of quote unquote defense mechanisms right. until you learn 
who kind of so just walks in. Like, it. Well, yeah, who walks into a room and goes, ooh, the, the energy's in here is freaking me out. You know, you don't, <laughs> right. you, you do exactly what you, what you were talking about with your husband is you think what is wrong with, with you internalize you it. You take it as me. a deficit when really you need to stop, take a deep breath. I am at an advantage here right. and I better harness right. it with my golden lasso. Exactly. Like Instead of power. shrink down in the corner and try to disappear because obviously the problem is mine. Well, and the people who kind of use it to their advantage are the ones that are that kind of sit back in the corner and kind of make a note of like, mm-hmm, I don't know what's going on with you, oh, girl, yeah. or, you know, and, and kind it's of it's wonderful from a business of, perspective. Yes. It truly is. But, yeah. but, but again, when you can control it, I mean, when you when you have your your own protections, I mean, I know we've talked about energy protection techniques and, you know, in several other episodes. So, yeah. but I mean, I think that's that's probably the most important thing for a clairsentient and, and yeah. to with sentience and cognizance, a connection to your body is also very yeah. important because, you know, like you can have certain, when you, when we talk about feeling, a lot of times we talk about emotion, but it can also be, you know, a tightening of the throat or, you know, or, I was hearing or burning of the tongue, sweating. which I, on that sense, burn, like, like if you feel like a burning on your tongue or an itchiness on your tongue, it would not be clairgustians because you're not tasting, um, a specific taste or right. food object. It, you're it's, the, a sensation. it's a sensation in the body. Right. So I don't know why I was hearing burning tongue. So if anyone has a burning tongue, drop us a Nothing comment. Nothing to do with it. our jalapeno watermelon mocktail. <laughs> right. That's been a while. But you know, the ability to quote unquote read a room mm-hmm. is really someone who's just harnessed that, I think, as yeah. opposed to let it overwhelm yeah. them. Absolutely. And that being said, I would really strongly recommend having a practice of how you process things like mm-hmm. it can be or meditation or writing if that's how you process what you get just having that thing that you can fall back on and say hey okay this is a space where i can process i can work through understand move forward kind of stuff yeah yeah and i mean for the clairsentient self-care is you know predominantly it's it's of the greatest importance because you do you know tend to absorb the the collective the things Mm -hmm. the things around Mm -hmm. you and so you really have to just like you said the journaling or or whatever but Mm -hmm. but make time to take care of your own of your own self right that energy has to go somewhere right Mm -hmm. so if you don't have a tool to use whether it's journaling or meditation or talking with a friend or whatever your your tool is to get rid of it it's going to energetically purge yeah without your permission sometime but it's gonna has the potential to get stuck and cause you know or imbalance in the body or whatever. Or you erupt over a shoelace that's not tight enough. And for those of you who aren't here to see the gloriousness that's going on in the room, we are out of Prosecco. So <laughs> there are screams going on. There are you know, violent screams. Mm-hmm. Talk about a violent death. My God. No <laughs> one trained Angel on how to go downstairs and get us a bottle. Now this puppies are useless. Aww. Well, let me ask everyone a question. Could everyone, and I, I'm asking this only because I believe everyone can, Give an example of a time that they channeled or got a boom message for Yanla Banzant. When you know, like you know, like you know. So we want to move on to claircognizance? Yes. All right. So again, <laughs> last one is claircognizance, so clear knowing. Don't know how you know. You just you just yeah, know. Yeah, just know. So this is Chandra, and I have I have an excellent example of this. And it okay. was kind of like right when I first started trying to open up to my intuition and kind of came out of nowhere so I was doing my morning rituals mm-hmm. I usually took um, 30 minutes in the morning to sit down before I left to go to work and I would meet with my spirit guides here's you know I've got this meeting today please help me 
spirit guys to not punch so-and-so in the throat because I know she's going to be in that meeting. <laughs> and I've got, you know, this call at four o'clock and, right. you know, you know, help me to know what to say in that meeting to not look like an idiot. And, you know, because my boss is going to be there and I need to look like I know what's going on. You know, that, that kind of thing. Right. That kind of thing. Mama likes to keep her paycheck. Yeah, you know? exactly. Please tell mama to keep her paycheck. But, you know, and then I would sit for a little while and I would in quiet and try to receive any messages that, you know, that they had for me, you know, hoping that they was okay, girl, in your four o'clock meeting, you need to talk about, you know, whatever. And as I was sitting there, I get more and more uncomfortable. Mm. And I'm thinking, and like I said, I had just started my intuitive journey. And the thought that, that popped into my head is, girl, you don't know what you're playing with. You need to protect yourself. And I hadn't been doing the aura bubble like every single day. And I thought, well, okay, I'll just, today I'll practice the aura bubble. So I stood up in the middle of the room and I started, you know, just like, you know, breathing in and projecting my aura out and visualizing and doing the whole thing. And as I'm doing that, the thought pops into my head or what I'm saying is, you know, may the exterior of this bubble shield me from any negativity, may only, you know, happiness and joy exist inside the bubble. No negativity can penetrate this shell. And as I said that, the thought popped into my head. And no negativity can be created within its shell. And I'm like, where the heck did that come from? Turn that mirror around. Right. Mm. Wow. And so I'm like, well, okay, I'm going to run with it. May Mm -hmm. no negativity be created in the shell. I get to work that day. And I kid you not, by 8.15, the layoffs started. Uh Uh-huh. Two of my people and another two within my extended group were laid off without us knowing it was coming. I wasn't told ahead of time. I got actually got called into a conference room by my boss's boss while one of my employees was in another conference room being let go to be told she was being let go. And y'all, I kid you not, I held my stuff together like a pro. I was there for everybody else in my department. You know, guys, just give me a few days. We'll make a plan. We'll get through this. It's okay. Da, 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 da. You know, hugging the people who had been let go. Oh, dear God, I'm going to cry. But but, you know, and just letting them know that you're going to be fine. You know, you're great at this. You're great at that. You'll land yeah. on your feet. Da, 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 da. No, I had nothing to do with this shit. <laughs> now, when this got control. home, she lost her stuff. Of course. Yes. But for that day, I had the strength that I needed. And I don't I don't know how I knew I needed to mm-hmm. do all that you, protection. You had to trust and go with it. Day. That's the yeah. core of all of this. Yeah. And so I, I completely attribute yeah. that whole scenario to Claire Cognizance. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes... I'd almost say it's what kids probably have the most of. They just yes. kind of know things. Before we squash it. For and, we, them. and we train it out of people. And it's just mm-hmm. that thing that it's not even in the back of your head. You're just like, I'm not supposed to go this way. Or, you know, this right. person's not that good for me. And you can't explain why. And they've done nothing wrong. And they haven't ex- exhibited anything mm-hmm. that would go, I, I don't really like this person. And you're like, mm, I don't want to be around you. Right. I'm going to say listen to that stuff because mm-hmm. it's so important. Yes. And Claire Cognizant's yeah. kind of exhibits itself through the solar plexus. So it's kind of like that quote unquote, that gut feeling mm-hmm. when you just kind of mm-hmm. like get that punch mm-hmm. in the gut and you just kind of know that thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested in Brenda Sue. Yes. Yeah. I want to know what you've been you quiet. Just, what that ain't right. Know, girl. Gemini speak. Yes. The other Gemini in the room is going to have something to say now. She's got one less toenail, but she's going to pop off. <laughs> <laughs> she, she really did pop off that. <laughs> but I'm um, sh- <laughs> So one big, like, I know, like, I know, like, I know, was about doing this podcast. Mm. Yeah. It was like, summer. this needs to be done. And I know it is going to be important for all of us. 
in some way. Is it going to make us a million dollars? I don't know. Is it going to make us 10 million? I don't know. Only when if, you you're a, that. if you're a sponsor, <laughs> shout out. Okay. We, the answer is yes. <laughs> but I know that we needed to do this for yeah. whatever reason. And I feel like it's going to be a catapult for all of us mm-hmm. to go to the next level in our development in yeah. whatever way that means. For this each might be one our shadow work for all we know. It might be because exactly. we're talking about a lot of shit. And yeah. for those of you listening to our shadow work, girl, thank you. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> y'all been here with us since the beginning. Y'all should get a Prosecco coupon. Yes. And you know, we will be doing more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So we have, Hash- yeah. Hashtag Costco, send out those those coupons. Yes. We hope you join us on our journey of shadow work. And as we join you on your journey Mm -hmm. of shadow work, what fun times. Mm -hmm. I do want to say one more thing about about claircognizance is I think the the thing about it that, and and I know that this was the part about it that going into it, I didn't understand Mm -hmm. is how intrinsically tied into your body it is yeah. i mean like sometimes we think about you know knowing being completely in the brain or being completely in the mind but it wasn't until i heard this description that i really realized that that's kind of what i was and they were talking about how sometimes your body just won't let you do the thing mm-hmm. like sometimes um, the example will be like you know you get to the stop sign and normally you turn left and for some reason you just can't make yourself turn left and you yes. have to go the other way or you have to take another direction what we were talking about before about you feeling like it's all about you and you beating yourself up. So another corporate America story, apologize, apologies (laughs) in advance. But you know, when when I was working in an office environment, I would have these projects and I would, Mm -hmm. I would start the project and I would create a folder and I would lay it on my desk and I would put it in the corner and I'm like, it's ready to work on. Yeah. And every time I would get time to work on it, I would look at that folder and I'm like, something in me just would not let me pick it up. I would go do something else and the days and the weeks would go by and I would get to the point where it's like, if I don't start that project, the I'm deadline's not, coming. The deadline is like, coming. I'm not going to be done in time. Mm-hmm. And still my body, it was just like, physically, I couldn't make my, I would pick it yeah. up. I would start, but physically I could not think about it. Yeah. Like it was, I, so I just had all of this resistance in my body. And I kid you not, inevitably, I never had it happen where I had a project late. Inevitably, mm-hmm. the customer would change their mind. It would go in a different direction. Yep. The order would be canceled. So it was, you know, I came to realize all those years, I was like, you procrastinator, you know, you're just lazy. Right. You don't want to work on it. You're non-productive. You're non-productive, internalizing all this stuff. And really it was spirit keeping me from wasting my time on something yes. that wasn't going to go anywhere yes. anyway. Right. Like writing a book. Yes, exactly. Yes. Shout out to Lisa and I. <laughs> in the corner. When you have all the ideas in your head, the words will flow. That's right. That's right. Exactly but I mean, right. That, but that's also a, a um, example of claircognizance. That's a guardian people, angel example. Yeah, That's yeah. what that is. For people yeah. who may be experiencing that and may be like, you know, feeling really bad about themselves no. that, that, you know, right. it, it really could be just that you you know that this is not going to do anything. Right. Right. I would right. say that with your Aaron and Lisa's books, it can almost be like, not right now. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, like, this is not the moment. Not the right and, time to publish. When, mm-hmm. when the moment happens, You'll know. Mm-hmm. Maybe like, you need no, sixty not. years of experience, yeah. not fifties, before yeah. you tell your story. That's right. 100%. Or it needs to be or you a need spring to do. or something. Or there's mm-hmm. one more mm-hmm. layer yeah. of healing that you need to be able to completely and yes and unabashedly tell this story. That's mm-hmm. the yes. word that came to me was healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I do to make a full circle. I do believe that the unexpected show on mothers mm-hmm. yeah, and the hot topic mm-hmm. go back and listen to it if you haven't 
I do believe that that was not a plan. That was not expected. Yeah. But boy, did it create some healing in me as, as a guest. And maybe that is something that I can finally put a bow on and move on. Yeah. And that, yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. the girl don't make me come on. Guys. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we are even doing that. Yes. Um, yeah. And just like a knowing, I mean, so I feel like, and maybe this is part of, like me discrediting something, but I feel like I'm still a baby on my spiritual journey, you know, and trying to, I've always been an empath, always felt people's emotions and I've been a sponge and took them in. And I think I realized earlier on a break that as a teacher for the past four years of my career, I have had an energy hangover, like some of this experience after readings of the summer solstice, it was a wonderful experience, but you're just taking on so many people's energy. And so at the end of the day, I'm thinking I need my glass of wine. I need a nap. You deserve this. Exactly. Right. You yeah. Know? Mama needs uh, a vodka Xanax uh, latte. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a vodka Xanax latte now. Child free. You know, exactly. <laughs> um, but so I am by no means any kind of Reiki master or certified in anything. Never even taken a Reiki class before. But as a group, we will do intuitive development stuff from time to time. And probably a year or two ago, we did an energy session that has always stuck with me. And it was kind of, we just tuned into like Reiki healing. Mm-hmm. And I believe, I believe that it was Allie from our show that was laying on the table and it was a few of us that were there. Do you remember this? Mm -hmm. Okay. So we were there and I just like had my eyes closed, my hands just hovering above her body. And all of a sudden. (laughs) That sounds really funny. It does. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) My hands were hovering hovering above her body. body. They were like above like her belly area. And she was hovering above the table. (laughs) She was hovering the table. I think we were hovering. Exactly. (laughs) But she was on the table and my hands were hovering probably about two, three feet above her belly. And I asked spirit to lead me to where I needed to go to help heal any sort of pain or physical ailments mm-hmm. or whatever. And I just, I saw and felt, if that makes sense, any of you listening, um, the color green, like a mm-hmm. dark forest green. Mm-hmm. And my body swayed, like it was almost it like was a like, magnet yeah. went to her left ankle. And so I was like, all right, girl. So I moved down to her (laughs) left ankle and I still kept my hands above, right? And I was trying to channel the energy to help heal whatever was going on. And so afterwards we were debriefing and, you know, asking like, what did you experience? What did you feel? What did you sense? Whatever. And she was like, who is at my left ankle? And I was like, oh my God, I explained that it was me and that I was being drawn to that specifically. And she said like two weeks prior, she had sprained her left ankle oh, wow. and she'd been really having trouble with it. And we had not spoken about this at all. And so I was like, girl, look at God, you know, <laughs> ain't well, he good. Yeah, ain't he good. Won't he do it? He said he'd do it. You know, so, um, it just it was a really cool, like knowing that yeah. in that moment, yeah. that person needed that energy kind of yes. feeling. And was, she said she felt well, like glad I'm, I'm glad that you bring that up because, you know, we think about it as ego. Yes. But when you're yeah. talking about your spiritual journey and developing your intuition, we all do need that validation. I mean, you weren't yes. looking for her to say, oh, sure. you, know, you know, glory be, Erin, right. you healed me. Yeah. But, you know, or Watch give, me run. Right. Right. <laughs> or give you the praise for that. Right. But to get the validation yeah. that what you felt, what you thought you knew was, was mm-hmm. actually a real thing. Right, right, right. You get that confidence yes. to then take that. So now it's yeah. not scary anymore. Exactly. Now you can take right. that. Now when it's the grounded. next thing you know, you can take yes. it to the next level. You, you can allow it. a little bit more in next mm-hmm. time. So I, I, that's totally, I mean, it's it, validation is, is 
is super important when it comes to intuitive building. Yes, and especially yeah. maybe we'll do an episode one day. I think we will about love languages. Yeah, but one oh, of yeah. one of mine is um, words of affirmation. <laughs> Speaks well, to me. You know, thank you guys. Okay, sound off in the comments. Do you love me? Yes or no? Um, <laughs> but one of mine is words of affirmation, and I think that's that was a version of that. Right, yeah. like it resonated with me because yeah. that's one of my love languages. Is oh my god, I was right in this moment and I shouldn't doubt myself and yeah I think it was kind of cool if you want to break it down into pieces that it was like it was clear cognizance of knowing and then it was clear sentience because you felt your whole body yes, being yes, not, so that's it. really cool well and it was also clairvoyance because you saw so the, it's green, green. And green is like heart chakra it's yeah. very it's it's, it's a very mm. a color very related to to healing and, right yeah so definitely be open to however you get messages they can mm. all happen at the same time separately you know, just ask for what you want. And if something's too much, say, hey, thank you. But let's back off for a little bit. And sure. you are in control of your own destiny. And, uh, if you oh, go ahead. No, and, and that's absolutely communication with your spirit guides is probably the biggest tool that you have when it comes to, um, to development. So if you guys like this um, content, I almost said comment. If you like this commentary (laughs) and this content, go ahead and like and subscribe um, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you're on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. Hit that notification bell and leave us a comment on our website or wherever you listen. You know, tell us how much you enjoy it. Get engaged with us. Give us ideas for next time, please. Yes. Yes. Love to hear from you. Um, One other thing is um, on the week. So I know we come out with episodes twice a month. Um, and thank you for listening. And on the off weeks, quote unquote, Brenda Sue Jean Jolene Louise the Third writes a newsletter once a month. And then I myself, Aaron uh, Seabolt Behringer, we need to come up with something more creative, but does also come up with a newsletter once a month. So if you're interested in what we have to say, our family musings, our family trauma, et cetera, there are 19 toenails between. Them. <laughs> As of right now, this will be the title of the next one. There are 19 toenails between us, a Brenda and Aaron memoir. But you can sign up for our newsletter and our bio link on our Instagram page. Yes. If you want to support us, go ahead and consider donating to us on our Buy Us a Coffee page, as we affectionately call our Buy Us a Bottle. We yes. love you all. We'll catch you next time. See you later, guys. Bye, guys. Mwah. Mwah. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.